I have worked in offices that had fax machines and they are not secure. Mm -hmm. It's like they're just sitting there and everybody's fax is right there and you just grab it and just take it if you want. At the end of 2019, we attended the Rewired conference hosted by Notarize, a remote notary software provider. At that conference, I met Alex Roundtree. He's a solutions architect for Dropbox. You may recognize the name. Perhaps your sister shared your family photos from the last reunion via Dropbox. It's been a pioneer in file sharing for the masses. However, Alex's job is to help companies understand how Dropbox can work for businesses, like those in the real estate industry. I'm Amanda Farrell, and this is Title Talks. At the Rewired conference, Alex spoke about using the tool for real estate transactions to help meet customers' demand for a better experience. Here's that interview. So thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself first? So uh, my name is Alex Roundtree, and I'm what we call an industry principal at Dropbox. So really, I just go around trying to be that kind of tech evangelist for you know, emerging markets, as well as you know, just trying to be a good steward for Dropbox. Mm -hmm. um, I'm based out of the Austin office, uh, so Austin, Texas. And it's really exciting to be here and be able to kind of give this kind of talk. Great. Um, and so tell me a little bit about how Dropbox can be implemented into um, a business workflow like in the real estate industry for title agents. Well, I would definitely say that, you know, obviously when you think about just that kind of workflow, you have, of course, all the documents. So that's the easiest place for Dropbox to play where you can, of course, quickly upload that content, have it inside of Dropbox, share it to the appropriate uh, people back and forth in a secure manner, but then also Dropbox does have our extensions program that allows you to connect other tools that could then can deplete that workflow. So say for instance, you need to send something off for e-signature, you can, through one of the e-signature partners that we have, you can plug that in and just send that off to e for signature right within the app, have the return trip when the, the document is actually signed by the end user, and it all ends up right inside of Dropbox. And depending on the tool, like we have a tool called HelloSign that also builds out a file or folder structure. So you know what is out for signature, what is completed, and you can quickly keep track of that inside of your Dropbox account. And then again, on the back end, it could be shared to whoever needs to within the office. So everybody gets notified whenever a signature is done. And there's a lot of workflows that are similar to that to where you just look at you know, the life of a document and seeing where it goes, and then Dropbox can generally fulfill all parts of it. So something that is, I know, always on the minds of people in Title is data privacy mm -hmm. and security. Can you speak a little bit about that and how Dropbox helps protect that data? Certainly, so we have a very, very secure platform as far as you know the SOC 2 reports and all the, the bits and bytes of what we do with the data in the data center, however, the way that Dropbox allows you to do permissioning allows you to really quickly at the end user level prevent users from inadvertently stumbling across data that they don't have access to. You really have a lot of controls that you could put in place to ensure that only the appropriate people have those documents and that even if somebody by accident shares a link, for instance, to somebody else, they can't open that file unless they've been given permission. So that really allows you to kind of, back in my old IT days, we used to call it the ID 10T you know, if you write it out, it says idiot, but idiot proof it. <laughs> you know, so people just can't stumble across and by accident, like, oh, I forwarded that email to so-and-so, and then that person didn't need to have access to the entire mortgage terms, but they can't open it because they haven't been given access inside of Dropbox. And then when you layer, like, the business product on top of that, then you get additional controls and visibility across the entire organization rather than on an end-user-to-end-user -end -user basis. Mm -hmm. 
And um, in your session, you mentioned some use cases mm -hmm. for business workflows and how you can sort of, um, how, how Dropbox provides tools to work with different teams. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so when we look at the, the smart workspace that I talked about in the, uh, the, the speech, that what we've tried to do is listen to our users and find out how they're working with other teams, with other users, with other products, and try and provide a platform that they can then extend upon. So say for instance, you're using like a Microsoft Office document. You know, you can create that document in Office Online, save it directly into Dropbox. Like I mentioned, you could send it off to Signature straight from there, have that, that end user sign that form, send it back, and then share it out to another outside vendor if need be through the sharing process right there and just have that you know, one-stop shop become Dropbox so that everybody knows that's where you go. But then of course, you still have the ability to leave feedback and comment on these files. So say for instance, somebody has to approve this file, they can quickly do that inside of Dropbox so they don't have to go to another system. You'll get notified as soon as that happens, whether that's on your Apple Watch, on your mobile phone, or even just on your desktop. And you'll be able to monitor this document as it goes through stage after stage after stage. And it's all within that central place. So really that could become the one application you open and start your entire workday from there and then go through your entire workflows with all of your customers, all of your clients, all of your teams right inside that one, that one application, hmm. which is really something that sounds simple, but it doesn't really exist. It doesn't exist for title so much. No, yeah. I, I've definitely um, sat down with some title agents and watched them as they do their workflow. We, we provide a lot of services for them, but we don't actually close on the, the file. Um, but we do understand the struggle that they have with, you know, usually an attorney has to check something, examine it, approve it before it goes to the closing table that the, the closing, like the coordinator of the closing will then use at the closing table. Um, so yeah, do you feel like then Dropbox, how does that work with applications like Notarize or, mm -hmm. or people's closing software and things like that? Well, Notarize, for instance, is using our extensions platform. So they are allowed to essentially any document that they have specified that they work with. So whether that, you know, maybe it's Word documents and PDFs or however they decide that these are the documents that we want to be able to notarize, they can then connect their extension to that. So then the end user, when they're trying to decide what um, extensions they want to use, they can pick Notarize and then automatically be able to take a file that's already in Dropbox, send it off and connect to a notary, verify their, identi their identity, then talk to the notary and then get the, uh, the file notarized and then it goes right back into the Dropbox with the notary seal on it. And that's really, really helpful because as you can imagine, having to print that file off, find a notary, one that's available, have them come meet you watch you sign your document and then stamp it. And then you have to scan it back up so you could send it off to another third party. It's just, that's like a day's worth of work where you could just do this right while you're sitting there doing it. So imagine if you have a customer who's like, oh, I need to get this notarized. We need to have this done by five o'clock and it's 4.45. You could send it through Dropbox, connect to notary, and then get it notarized in time. Mm. Which is really, I mean, it's, it's gonna save so many people so, so much time and then headache mm -hmm. that you know, when you start to look at the other tools that they may be using to connect those to the extensions is really going to make it so much simpler. I mean, it's just saving clicks, like we were saying, like the work about work that, you know, cannot be underestimated is how much of a time suck that is. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I always look at how people, you know, they like Dropbox because it just works. They don't think about all the, the machinations that go behind the scenes to make it work, but they just like that when I open up my device, all my data is there. And it's the same way with the extensions, like I open up my, I open up my file and I want to know 
what I can interact with. And I can just send it off to the next stage from there. Yeah, I mean, everybody becomes an expert at that point. You mentioned a use case uh, for like a parole officer. Mm -hmm. Do you have any specific use cases with title agents or realtors? Yeah, I mean, I think with, even in just in my own experience when I bought a house this year, it was, you know, having to, all the income verification documents and things like that, that my first options that I were given were to drive them over to the title company or fax them. And as you heard on the stage, I could not find a fax machine to save my life. So I was like, here, I'm gonna put it in Dropbox. And I'm gonna send you this link. Here's a folder that you have read-only access to so you can download all these files, but you can't actually change them because I don't want you, you know, not that you would, but you know, just security on my end. And then I know, get notified as soon as you open them. I can rescind that access if I wanted to. I put a password on it just to, you know, just to kind of show them like, look, you could do this. Cause I was really trying to say like, if you're asking all of your customers about this, you know, eventually people are going to get younger than younger than I am. And they're really going to have a hard time with like, what is a fax machine? I never even heard of that before, let alone like trying to find one at the public library, which again, they probably never heard of it before. So, you know, that workflow of just being able to submit those documents through like a, we have a feature called file request where you can send out a link that allows people to upload files into your Dropbox and they don't have to have a Dropbox account or not. So it's really just like a portal into a folder. You could use that as the beginning of the workflow, get those income verifications, send that, a link to that folder to the, the verifier. They can then peruse all that information and see it, leave a comment on that file saying this is approved and it comes back to the title company and then they could put that with the mortgage package and then send all the back and forth of like, well, is this right, is this right? Check, take a look at this and let me know if, this is, if everything's correct. You could do all that using the Dropbox preview. So again, the files aren't actually being transferred back and forth between the customer and the title company. They're just being previewed in Dropbox Everybody's leaving their feedback on it, and then when they're ready to, you know, finally print it off if necessary, or send it off to the mortgage company, they can do that also through there. And it just becomes like an end-to-end -end experience through Dropbox, where I'm not having to download a bunch of files, I'm not having to customize them all. Like if I needed to sign something, I can quickly click up and pick HelloSign or Adobe Sign or some of those, just add my signature to it, and then just be able to use the tools that I leverage with the with the company. And again, it's like no files are actually being printed off. I didn't drop one on the street or, you know, the FedEx truck didn't, you know, burst into flames on the side of the road and then my mortgage is gone because it's all in, you know, in the secure network that we provide. We'll be right back. Wanting to incorporate more digital tools into your closing process, but not sure where to start? PropperSign is the remote online notarization platform with solutions for e-signing, e-notarization, identity verification, and more. So whether you need to perform a RON or RIN or anything in between, PropperSign has been called surprisingly simple to use by some of the title industry's pickiest professionals. For a limited time, you can get a 30-day trial of the tool completely free. To get this offer, visit propersign.com slash safe dash secure dash closing. That's propersign.com slash safe dash secure dash closing. Now back to Title Talks. And so I know for, for title companies, a big problem they have is when they're vetting vendors, they're afraid to um, invest that money into a vendor and think, well, my lender might not be using this or my real estate agent partners not, might not be using this. Yeah. But it seems like with the solution like Dropbox with those links, mm -hmm. that's not so much of an issue. Is there? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, that is a valid concern where it's like you may invest in a tool that nobody wants to use or not 
leverage or not vetted out by everybody else. But I think that's why you would go with one of the, I hate to say like one of the bigger names, but you know, we've gone through all the hurdles and the hoops to make sure that we're being able to be used in highly regulated industries. So, you know, the Dropboxes, the OneDrives of the world, I mean, those are pretty safe as far as your, you know, security, but you're always going to find somebody who's resistant to change and somebody's going to have to be that person who, you know, takes that first step. But if there is just one part of the workflow that has to be manual, but the rest of it is still automated, then your customers and your clients are going to love it. So if there's still that one partner who's still just kind of like, I don't like, you know, you, I mean, you can't, you can't please everybody. But at the end of the day, I would, I would imagine that your clients and your end users are the ones who are the most important and not necessarily that one title person who's just kind of like, I, I have to have a physical paper in my hand. And I think that's going to, that's going to impact your bottom line more so than just that one person who's resistant. Right. So I would say just go for it. And so what are, what are some of the psychological barriers though that you see when people are in businesses um, and there is this you know really fast change coming, especially with things like remote online notarization. What are some of the things that you know maybe someone who's in the company that is an evangelist for these solutions but they don't have that decision-making power? What are some ways that you know people can bring that to their boss and say, hey, this is a really good option? Try like a small pilot with a small subset of the team. Like, you know, get five, or depending on your company size, you know, like two, maybe five people to try out these workflows to see if it is better. Because, you know, there may be a couple of roadblocks that are just built into your workflows that this isn't going to help, but you won't know until you try. Like my grandmother always said, the answer is always no if you don't ask. You know, right. so it's just kind of like, try something small. It's easier for IT and the decision makers to, to, to swallow the fact that, you know, we're not trying to go wall to wall. We're not trying to rip up the rug, you know, from corner to corner. We're just, hey, let's just try this and see if it works. Because nine times out of 10, it's going to help when you have the ability to back up and store all this data somewhere centrally that only the appropriate people have access to. You don't have to worry about running your own tapes or your own backups. Dropbox handles all that for you but you could get, you reap all the benefits without all the, the hassle. And then again, a small little pilot just to verify. And then once you can show the, the results, then it's easier to, to swallow for them. Is there anything else that you would like to, um, you know, share with people working in title and mm -hmm. in real estate about Dropbox or about these changes that are coming? Anything else that you want to say about that? Well, I mean, I think really when you look at how the, the workplace is changing and just even, I mean, I hate to use the term millennials, but you know, these are the people who are gonna be buying homes hand over fist, right? So it's just like, they are gonna come and expect a certain level of um, user experience. I mean, just look at the bookstore, right? It's just like, borders fell apart because they didn't wanna provide a, you know, a really good search engine like Amazon did and like Barnes and Noble did and they fell apart. You know, because they weren't there for their customers when they needed them. And I would hate for any company to simply fade away because they weren't able to take that first step. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And nobody's saying that it's not like a big shift to, to kind of change your workflow. But that's why I say just try one, just one step. Like what can you do that would be able to impact a small team to, to make their lives more efficient? and then take that learning and move it to the next team, to the next team. You know, a lot of times we find like HR will be the place to start because it's low risk. It's not actually touching the customers, but they have a lot of documents that go back and forth that they need to store and save. They have to get all of the copies of driver's license and things like that from new hires and they can yeah. really vet out 
most of Dropbox as far as like the sharing, the sending, receiving, and storing. And then once you can prove that, then you can go to finance, you know, where it's like all of your HR forms that then go to finance, they're already gonna be shared through Dropbox, they can do that. And then your legal teams and things like that. And then eventually you get to your outward facing sales type teams where they're really ingesting a lot of data, sending it back, but they're, I think they're more drawn, more closer to the bottom line, so that's the one that everybody's like really protective of. Right. But yeah, you just start someplace where it's low risk, just test it out. Don't be afraid, because it's not like it's going away. Right. You know, I mean, eventually we're gonna have all these online title places where it's like you just, you know, go to the website, and get everything done online, and you don't wanna be one of the people who's left behind. Right. I think it's really important to talk more about the customer experience, both on, you know, obviously lenders are leading this industry, but home buyers yeah. are always, you know, talking about their experiences. And for me, I, I feel like, and I've said this a lot um, with title agents, you know, there's an opportunity there to be that person to provide that great customer experience. And then that person's going to talk about you mm -hmm. and, share that experience with their friends. Yeah, it's like, th think about how Rate, my professor, changed the way that teachers teach. Because all of a sudden there's like this website that basically students are saying, this teacher's great except for this, or I hated the teacher because they did this. And then it's like, people were not signing up for that teacher's class anymore, you know? And it's just college and universities are trying to figure out like, oh, how come nobody's signing up for, you know, Miss so-and-so's class? And it's like, oh, you can see these ratings. And it's, it's just, this is the type of user that you're going to be running into in every aspect of our lives. So it's just like whether you're trying to buy a car, you're trying to buy a house, you're trying to buy a book online. It's like you're going to have to deal with these people who are willing to quickly go out there on Twitter and blow you up if you don't, if you step out of line as, as it were. So it's just kind of like providing them with that experience that they're already expecting. Yeah, it's like no news is good news. Mm -hmm. I'd rather than say like, this was great, instead of just like, gosh, it's like I couldn't find that fax machine. Sorry, it's, it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because we um, we have like a fax machine at our job, but really it's um, an app that's done through emails. But we have to have it because we work with title companies and municipalities. Also, mm -hmm. a lot of municipalities will not send you certain information uh, via email. It has to be fax. Some um, also don't do faxing. They they require that it be like mailed. Mm -hmm. Yes, because I was like, <laughs> I I have worked in offices that had fax machines and they are not secure. Mm -hmm. It's like they're just sitting there and everybody's fax is right there and you just grab it and just take it if you wanted to. And it's interesting too because I think the reason for it is in the back of their minds they think that it's more secure, mm -hmm. but yeah, obviously it, it's, it's not. It's not easy to intercept, but it is still just a phone line that's just sending that data. So all you need is just somebody who gets that same phone number as your fax machine and they get all of your faxes. Mm -hmm. But at least with an email, there's more security. I mean, when email first started, sure, it was just throwing it out there and whoever got it, you know, raise your hand, you can have it. But now it's like, it's very, very secure in that it's more secure than the mail, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it's got that, that kind of stigma to it. Like I always say that it's like Hyundai, right? Hyundai, everybody thinks they make crappy cars, even they make really good cars, but they, for 10 years, made crappy cars. Everybody's like, oh, they're just crappy cars. Mm -hmm. You know, and she's like, no, they made that change, but they haven't really worked in the, the industry to say like, Hey guys, right. here's a new ad showing how good our cars are. Right. And it's the same way with email. It's just like people are like, who controls it? So nobody's going to really say like, no, email's secure, you know? Right. And um, you mentioned millennials too. Mm -hmm. And um, it's interesting because I think um, Pat made this comment too. When people talk about millennials, they often imagine a much younger mm -hmm. person, but um, it's like 24 to 38 is the age range right mm -hmm. now of millennials. Right. 
and 34 is the average age of a home buyer. Like yeah. that is the largest group of home buyers. So obviously it makes sense to start catering to their demands and what they want and that customer experience that they expect yeah, for sure. in every facet of their life. Yeah, because it's, they're not going away. And then the generation coming up behind them, you know, the, the generation Z are going to be even more demanding when it comes to that type of experience when they buy something, you know, where you see the, the live streaming of their experiences with customer service and that kind of stuff is really easily for them to reach 500,000 people. So they all know that you made them do this thing where everybody else is asking them to just submit it electronically or whatever it happens to be. You know, and I think that that's just as important to keep in mind as you start making these decisions. Take a look at Dropbox.com. We have a lot of information, use cases, customer stories, and then also you could sign up for an account for free online and then take a look at it, see if it's, if it's something you'd like, kick the tires, and if it is, let us know. We're happy to, to talk you through it. Thank you so much, I appreciate it. Of course. Special thanks to Alex for taking the time to speak with me. For more information, you can visit dropbox.com slash business. Title Talks is produced by PropLogics and myself. Original music is by Cole Sando, and original graphics were created by Jordan Norris. Thanks so much for listening, and happy closings.